Welcome to the Conscious Living Podcast, conversations to educate, empower, and enlighten our world. An uplifting and inspiring series of conversations and talks with your host, Jackie Woodside. We are educating minds, empowering lives, and enlightening souls to create a world where love prevails. In this engaging podcast, we deliver exciting, positive, transformative talks and teachings designed to elevate your life. Now, let's join our host, Jackie Woodside, for this week's session. Hi, everyone. Jackie Woodside here, the founder of the Conscious Living Podcast, where we are here to educate, empower, and enlighten our world. I'm so glad that you're here today and, and every episode that you tune in because you're someone who cares about creating a world that's more awakened, more conscious, and in fact, creating a world where love prevails. You know that that's my commitment and that's what I'm all about. And each week I seek to bring just experts from all walks of life who can help us with our business and our money and our relationships and our finance and our health and our well-being and our recreation in every possible way, live life more consciously. And today I am super excited to bring to the Conscious Living stage someone who has a very unique slice of life that she talks about experiencing this slice of life very consciously. Diljana Maleva is a Bulgarian woman living in Canada who is an expert on sleep and menopause, right? Two things that I wish I would have known her a few years ago so that I would have had a maybe a little easier experience with that. But let me just say a little bit more about Diliana. She's an internationally recognized speaker, author, and sleep and menopause specialist, a leading authority in relaxation on holistic approaches to health and wellness. She's the founder and CEO of the Menopause Support Academy and the host of the Menopause Made Easy podcast. So, Diliana, thank you so much for being here with us on the Conscious Living podcast and for taking on this, you know, usually fairly challenging area of life. So welcome to the Conscious Living podcast. My pleasure, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, thank you. Do you mind saying a little bit more about yourself, uh, how you made it from Bulgaria to Canada, and, and I guess most interestingly, how you decided to specialize on women with menopause as your niche? Yeah, I um, uh, graduated in Bulgaria in law school and I became a lawyer. Uh, I practiced a few years and then uh, Bulgaria became too small for me. I decided to explore abroad options and I uh, this, uh, was inspired to uh, make the application and do the immigration process with the French side of Canada, uh, where I landed first. Uh, and I started to explore different opportunities to continue my career. And it was obvious that it's not uh, the same as in Europe. Uh, and uh, there was other challenges finance, financially, and not only, but I was by myself, uh, didn't have any support. So I decided to just do administration in college and start working right away. Uh, then I went back to Bulgaria uh, after my after I took I took my citizenship and my passport, and I stayed in Europe five more years, going around and um, pursued my also spiritual spiritual search. Uh, and in my second time coming in Canada, I actually find my passion in yoga. Uh, and I find that uh, my meditation that I did for many years, it's uh, perfectly fit with the yoga uh, and what I want to 
share with the others uh, as a science uh, and with, as a tool, practical tool of holistic and wow healing. And um, then after a while, I uh, explore uh, a different opportunity of uh, working uh, in the corporate world. I really decide that actually holistic healing is uh, um, what it's calling inside me and uh, deepen my meditation in my practice. And also uh, in my early 40s, um, I'll start to experiencing this uh, fatigue, exhaustion, sleeping problem. Uh, I was tired all, all the day and I didn't understood why with all my knowledge with health and wellness, I cannot sleep and I feel so tired during the day. Uh, and when I went to the doctor, they don't want to. They wanted to prescribe a sleeping pill or antidepressant. I knew that deep in my core that it's not the solution. And when I started do, uh, doing the research, I find out that actually I'm in a perimenopause and uh, I have hormonal changes happening, and that's maybe the mainly mo- most of the cause of uh, what experiencing is fatigue and sleep issue, uh, depression <clears throat> and mood swings and also brain fog. And then I was called inside to start helping with uh, all the tools that I already use in the yoga and meditation and breathing. Uh, I was called to create a specific program and to start share this knowledge with women, how to use the mindfulness, breathing, uh, relaxation to help them to heal, uh, just to navigate through this journey of perimenopause and menopause with more ease and grace. Okay, beautiful. Wow. What a wide and varied background you have, Diliana. That is extraordinary from moving from Bulgaria to Canada and and from law to yoga to corporate experience and now teaching people about how to use all the tools that you've learned and apply that to menopause. Well, let's dive in a little bit and talk about the menopause experience. You know, I, uh, I am aging myself again a little bit, outing myself, but uh, I went through menopause over the past few years. I'll state what my symptoms were, and then you tell me which ones I've missed. How's that? Uh, okay. I, I certainly had sleep disturbance. That was probably the biggest one that I noticed. And then uh, I'm a very high energy person, a little bit of a dip in my my energy Um, So sleep disturbance, a little bit of a dip in my energy. But the one that's been most frustrating for me that I hear from all kinds of women my age is uh, weight gain. I've never dealt with weight gain issues my entire life. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, I have this five to 10 extra pounds that I just have never been able to shed since I uh, since I went through menopause. Now, I know there are symptoms. Oh, oh, gosh. And then the hot flashes and night sweats. <laughs> yes. Being a public speaker and going through hot flashes was certainly an interesting journey. I had that for several years. Um, unfortunately, I'm on the other side of that now. I didn't really have the depression and irritability that I hear other people talk about. I think I'm a pretty upbeat person. So what what did I miss of the symptom list? Did I miss anything? So many, <laughs> so much more. <laughs> okay, all right, Talk uh, a few more. Yeah, so the the woman can can start experiencing also low libido, low sex drive, and some uh, changes in the uh, vaginal dryness, and also a change of the desire of uh, intimacy. Uh, that's a major one that nobody spoke about. Yeah, uh, and also. Um, uh skin problem hair problem uh, also can be 
uh, really pelvic floor uh, pelvic health can be affected. The um, difficulty to hold the uh, urination, you have this urge to go often to the to toilet. Um, and also uh, this in my list that I'm helping with these three steps with my free gift is 21 symptoms, but I hear about 60 or something, which is crazy. Wow. And, and menopause is a change in hormone levels, right? Why don't you just, again, very high level, you know, don't go deep into the science of it, but what is happening in women's bodies as they go through menopause? Uh, yeah, the estrogen, progesterone, and also testosterone start to uh, decline. That affect also the other hormones, and then affect also this uh, weight gain in midline, which is related with um, actually the, the stress. It cortisol is the ma major factor also how you experiencing perimenopause and menopause. So you don't you need to uh, keep the cortisol in a normal level. And for that, you need to have the stress management techniques uh, to, to, to manage the stress in really well, uh, which is very challenging in this, in this time of in this period of woman's life. So is it that we process stress differently or that the, the process of going through menopause itself is stressful? What, what are you saying about that with the cortisol? It's a vicious circle because uh, you're under stress anyway. Everybody in these days, it, it's under the stress and some more, some less. But you have a stressful environment. You have a stressful workplace, stressful business, uh, stressful family life. Everything affects us. And in, as a woman that each has so many responsibility at work and at home, can be a little bit double. And with these changes, when the cortisol, so we want, if it's cortisol too high, that affect also adrenaline glands, how they, uh, it, uh, how they function. So the body always gonna prefer survival than the, um, uh, the survival mechanism than the uh, production, right? Uh, and, um, in this case, uh, you if you are constantly in a fight and flight state, you cannot really uh, balance the, the hormone. That aggravate actually how you react and very often overreact. If you're triggered with uh, uh, many things and you, you cannot uh, manage that well, that uh, affect everything. That affect how you sleep, how you eat, how you focus, our uh, brain function, our good function, uh, basically everything. Okay. All right. Wow. Interesting. Well, I definitely have had that weight gain around the middle. Like I just never, never thought I would go through this. So talk about your approach to managing menopause. I know you have a very holistic approach. And before we press the record button for our podcast today, we talked about conscious menopause, going through menopause consciously. So what are your approaches and strategies for that? So really start to practice mindfulness and be aware of what's happening with your body, what body body ask you to do uh, in a daily basis uh, because the body know the best what you need in every each moment so if you leave the moment to moment and uh, with the consciousness awareness what's happening in your body what is going on and um, become more mindful with all this how you can actually that the, the priority can have to be your um your balance, your hormonal balance, and your uh, stress level, keep it low, uh, your relaxation, actually, uh, your nurturing, if 
I, I can say your your um self care and the self care start with understand what uh be be aware of what's happening in the body and also how to uh, manage the physical symptom with uh, mental uh, mental health also with uh, this relaxation techniques with the self care with this awareness that actually mindfulness is the is the maybe the main key that can help to to navigate through these challenges. Right. I want to. I want to go a little deeper with some of the things that you just said. So the first thing you said is listen to your body because your body knows what it needs. And I've heard other people say that before. And I have to tell you, I find that to be one of the most annoying things that I've ever heard because my body, left to its own devices, would basically live on oh I don't know ice cream and pizza and uh, maybe a, a cookie for a snack. I have to consciously. I have to consciously choose to make healthy food choices. I have to consciously choose to go to bed and go to sleep. So I don't know when I hear people say, you know, let your body decide your body will choose. I feel like my body betrays me if that's the truth, because I, you know, I crave sweets and, and all, you know, can be up all hours of the night. So help me understand that better. Yeah, what I mean is not that uh, what you have in the mood right uh, right now to eat to eat is not that what body tell you. It's that uh, I, I what I mean it's when the the body need rest to rest when the body need to be active to active uh, to be active. You need to find the balance because between the movement and rest. But mainly you don't know how to rest and give the pause of the function of the body and the mind so that you uh, function in a better way and everything is in place. So you need to find this harmony, what I say, to listen to your body when the body want to sleep in the afternoon and just to rest for a few minutes and to say, no, no, I have so many meetings, appointments, so many things to do. I cannot allow that. Uh, but if you allow that, actually, you can have a then better uh, feeling better concentration and uh, even better response of if something trigger you. Yeah, I mean, basically, you're saying consciously choose how to care for your mind and body. Don't just be given by, you know, the whims of all. Of the, I mean, we're going to die with stuff still to do, right? There's always yeah. stuff to do. Uh, as part of what I tell, I just told a coaching client that today, like, I, I got it. There's always more to do. And if you're not attending to your inner world, uh, as well as to your physical well-being with rest and exercise and going for walks and things like that, you're not going to be good for anybody. Uh, I asked her, what's most important? And she couldn't decide for a while. And, and then she said, well, you know, that I'm centered and growing in consciousness, because if I can bring that to every area of my life, then I'll be okay. And I was like, exactly. So you, you can't not do that, you know, morning practice or quiet time or spiritual practice. And, you know, another thing that you said just a few minutes ago was about being mindful. You know, that's a buzzword that we use in our, our culture today about mindfulness. So how are you using it and how does it apply to women with menopause? 
just be in the present moment. And because the stress is when you think to worry too much what's going to happen in the future, it was going to what's happened in the past. So you need to be in the present moment to eliminate the anxiety, uh, to these racing thoughts, this um, stress that sometimes we create ourselves. So if you learn how to pause, reset, and take this quiet moment, this uh, um, consciousness moment, if uh, yeah, if you if you connect with your soul and and your inner being in a in a way that and listen what then you discover what you really need in the, this present moment. And then you can uh, really respond in the outside world and demand of the outside world. Yeah. So being in the present moment and, you know, I, I agree with you. That's really, really helpful. And in the world that we live in, our attention is pulled a million different ways in a million different times. Uh, so it's a practice, really a moment to moment practice which, uh, you know, I, I remember when I was going through the kind of the, the most intense phase of my menopause experience, it's like, I don't want to be in this moment because it's really uncomfortable, especially wide awake at three in the morning and, you know, just no, no sleep in sight because it's, you know, it just felt like I could have gotten up and run a marathon wide awake in the middle of the night. So how do you help people deal with that, that, you know, middle of the night sleeplessness and, you know, being mindful? How do you help people deal with that? Well, but breathing, actually, the breath is the very helpful tool to bring you in the present moment and to anchor you in the present moment, to give you this ground grounding and connection with your soul, with your mind. Uh, bread is very simple, but uh, uh, really easy to use if you remember, okay, now I start, uh, okay, let's, let's say I wake up, I cannot sleep. Instead of staying on the bed and thirsting it and uh, thirsting all the time and just uh, torture yourself while you cannot sleep, while you get out of the bed, uh, go to the balcony or just uh, take a, some movement, then sit quiet somewhere, not in the bed, but close to the bed or in the bed again after have some little bit movement, uh, take a water or uh, go to the washroom, go back and then begin to breathe, begin to use this breath and uh, use this deep breathing. And you suddenly gonna start to see how the mind calm down, start uh, racing thoughts start, uh, start to become less and less. And then you can really come to the point that you can fall asleep easily. Do you have uh, a breathing method that you teach? I use, uh, I experiment with different breathing uh, um, types, but I come in from yoga background, so I use the classical yogic breath. Uh, but uh, the, the, the main thing is that you need to learn how to breathe through the nose most of the time and how to breathe with the pelvic or with the belly uh, and not so much shadow with the chest. All right. Do you want to just demonstrate that for our listeners so that we can actually have an experience of it rather than just hear the, the concept of it? Sure. Uh, the main thing is that you need uh, you have to remind that your spine need to be straight. So you need to be sitting. Sometimes I suggest that you can lay down in the bed too, but your spine need to be really straight and feel that uh, it's not uh, loose and that your shoulders can be relaxed. But uh, Comfortable to be comfortable in the position when you perform breathing or meditation, it's really important. First thing. Second, be aware how you breathe. So notice when you breathe, where you sense more the breath. Do you breathe with the belly? Do you breathe with the chest mostly? Or maybe you sense the breath when you 
pass by your nostril uh, when you exhale. So on the space between the nose and the, the mouth. So feel in the body how that's breathing. And then we come to notice the rhythm of the breath. So it's important a rhythmic breathing or space breathing uh, that you learn how to, uh, a part of using uh, inhalation from your belly and use the full the full capacity of diaphragm and the lungs. The second thing that you need to remember uh, is uh, you need, if you want to come immediately, you need to exhale a little bit longer than you exhale. And I teach that uh, as you start, how you start uh, with spacing and you count, you count your, with a second, you count when you inhale to four seconds, then you hold the breath. The magic is in the, in the pause between inhale and exhale. So the longer you hold, the better. But whatever you feel comfortable with the beginning, I suggest you hold to six or seven seconds, and then you exhale to eight. It's classical uh, in many other traditions of breathing, uh, even psychologists and uh, other therapists use that space breathing, visualization uh, uh, to help you with the nervous system. Okay. So if you make yourself comfortable, your spine is straight, you feel grounding also with your feet down on the floor, uh, it can relax the shoulders, you can close the eyes, or just watch down somewhere in the floor, and just for the moment, just observe the breath, breathe through the nose, okay? And if you want to focus more on sensation, pose one hand on the belly, one in the chest, uh, well, let's begin to inhale. I can count. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. Hold the breath. One, two, three, four, five, six. And exhale. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And pause. You just observe a little bit. The slow down the breath, moves down everything, just uh, breathe normal. You're going to start uh, spacing again. You're going to inhale from the belly, extend to the lower rib cage, upper rib cage, all the way to the head, and hold. And then slowly exhale through the nose, contract the chest and belly. And pause. Breathe normal. And now again, inhale. You can feel how the belly, uh, how your hand is moved from the belly, with the belly. Inhale, deep. Extend to the top of the crown and hold. And then slowly, one exhale. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and pause. And let's breathe again. Okay. You can experience that. You can feel the, the difference right away, for sure. Beautiful. Yeah, it's very, very uh, relaxing to, to do that kind of breathing exercise. Thank you for demonstrating that for us. So, you know, people can actually have the experience of how it changes the body and feeling that relaxation. You know, you, you used another buzzword that I want to ask you about when you first did, did, you know, your first little intro about what you do. 
and you, it's self-care. You know, and I hear this a lot. I'm an executive coach. I do executive coaching and particularly a lot of the female executives that I work with are talking a lot about they need more self-care. So what do you actually mean by that? And how can women enhance and improve their day-to-day self-care? Uh, what I mean is really to nurturing yourself, to pamper yourself, to uh, really make yourself happy and healthy and uh, more relaxed. And that's mean that um, your consciousness about uh, your emotion, your feelings, your action, uh, how you react, how you uh, your relationship, how you how you um, deal with your loved ones, with your family, with your colleague, with everybody you who encounter that means also uh that if you're experiencing some negative emotions and negative thoughts you are aware about that and uh just uh know how to turn that in more positive state more positive feeling and more positive emotion because we always experience the both you will experience negative and positive every day you think positive and negative every day but knowing how to stay in the positive side knowing how what make you happy uh and just engage in this happy and activity a little bit more so that your cup is full you are really in a good mental emotional state and you can easily manage the triggers more easily not easily but kind of um you're more in, control maybe if you if you prefer that in your state in emotional mental and physical so um that means really take time me time for yourself just for yourself and put for everything for everybody and have let's say 30 minutes per day and do what I, whatever you love to do if you want some movement do the movement the exercise that you love if you love to walking in the nature you do that if you want to read the book you do that if you like to learn how to meditate and breathe you do that we already do that maybe you do that also uh, everything that can make you feel more relaxed, more um, balanced, and more happy, and nurture yourself, that's what I mean by you need this self-care and prioritize yourself. Just to have this time to reset, revital- revitalize, rejuvenate with consciousness, with conscious breathing, with consciousness, conscious living uh, by engaging in activity that will bring you joy. Okay. Now, I imagine you hear this a lot, Diliana, that women will say to you that that's that's fine. That's all well and good, but I don't have time for that. So if you don't have time for yourself, you have if you don't have 10 times for you. You don't have life. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you just hold a hard line on that. And you basically say you need to prioritize self-care over some of the other things that you're choosing to do. Yeah, you all have responsibility, right? You have so many things to do, but you always can schedule. You all have the same amount of time, 24 right. hours, right? right. And the, the thing is how you prioritize your, your time. Yeah, exactly right. Do you um, do you get into any kinds of spiritual practices that help women with self-care or with the menopause process? I teach them how to breathe, different breathing meditation, okay. uh, guided meditation. I, have, I teach also yoga nidra, which is kind of, uh, sleep meditation help with the sleep and the relaxation uh, I teach also some relaxation movement how to relax with gentle movement and how to start to create this routine and habits with uh, with, with all this right 
Okay. Lovely. Lovely. Deliana, if people want to hear more about your work around menopause or the Menopause Academy, what, what's the name of your academy again? MenopauseSupportAcademy.com. Yes, Menopause Support Academy. So the best place to reach you is through MenopauseSupportAcademy.com? Definitely. I have also my um, on my name, Diliana Mileva YouTube channel. Um, but they, if they reach out to me, it's uh, LinkedIn and my website, MenopauseSupportAcademy.com. Well, that sounds lovely. Well, thank you for the contribution that you are to women our age who are going through this very important life change. You know, we're uh, we're going through the surge of uh, of coming into our power as as we move into the menopause years. So it's been lovely being with you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.